God is good. And all the time. I have a subject right in front of me this morning. And uh, I'm believing God for perfect delivery. So we'll be taking a message titled, Be Led by the Spirit. God is good. Those that have come in agreement with the concepts of salvation have no business with working in the fruits of the flesh. That calls for a very deep reflection. I'm here to make you think. Think about it for a while. Those who have come to terms with the concept of salvation have no business with the fruits of the flesh. Because to be fully saved, you would end up being led by the Spirit of God. Upon complete salvation, you will be led by the Spirit of God. And those that are led by the Spirit of God will not be controlled by the fruits of the flesh. Because the fruits of the Spirit that comes with salvation would overshadow the fruits of the flesh. God is good. This also calls for a deep reflection. The question is, are you fully saved? Because salvation is a process. Salvation does not end with confessing Jesus as your Lord and Savior and attending church services regularly. Our proof text will be taken from the book of Galatians chapter 5 verse 16. I read This I say then walk in the spirit and ye shall not fulfill the lost flesh. God is good. The moment you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you are supposed to sit at his feet just as much as you sit at the feet of those in whom he has entrusted the gospel in their hands to complete the process of salvation. Because 
if you are not led by the spirit of god you would definitely be led by the human spirit the human spirit consists of everything a human being knows in other words how you were brought up depending on the environment in which we are brought up if you are brought up in a particular manner and you are used to a particular way of doing things other than the way of God you can be said to be led by the spirit of your upbringing because consistency would make everything that you do to become a part of you which means whatsoever is already part of you becomes a pattern whatsoever is a pattern is now spiritual hallelujah to be led by the spirit of god upon receiving christ as lord and savior and consistently following his footsteps you would align yourself with his holy spirit and once you are aligned with the holy spirit the holy spirit will begin to do what lead you and it is only when you pay attention attention <laughs> it's only when you pay attention to everything christ is telling you that you would be aligned with his holy spirit a lot of people are in church but the concept of salvation is not yet clear to many to be saved is a concept and it's a consciousness and that consciousness has to be consistent you need to believe in the whole concept in order to be consistent in the concept because a lot of people do not understand the concept of salvation they lived as though they are not saved do you know that to be saved is to be free from the curses that god laid on man the first time aside from the known curses that you may be aware of in your generations in the family bloodline to be saved is to be restored back to a particular consciousness where everything is made available where you are free from hardship punishment sickness debt death and uh, disappointment to be saved is to be in a place is a place actually where you maintain a mentality of abundance of freedom from 
the punishment that comes with sin. Freedom from oppression. A place where you are living in power and authority is a place. And when you are in that place, you don't step down from that place for any reason. You don't stoop low. You don't step away from that position for one minute. A lot of people have confessed salvation, but they have lost their salvation at the same time because they are unable to maintain that consciousness. You hear a singer do a song saying, I'm walking in power. I'm walking in miracle. I live a life of favor. I know who I am. To be saved is to live a life of favor. To be saved is to walk in power. To be saved is to live a life that is laced with miracles. You are not meant to allow the flesh to take over and make you to believe otherwise. No matter the suggestion, no matter the level of suggestion, you don't come down. Righteousness, they say, is right standing with God. And to have a right standing, you must be consistent. For faith to be faith, it has to be what? Consistent. For love to be love, it has to be what? Consistent. For hope to be hope, it has to be what? Consistent as well. But when you begin to waver, you will break the word of God that says that we live by faith and not by sight. To live by sight is to live in the flesh. In other words, you allow the circumstances on the outside to take over. You allow the pride of life. Bible says, be led by the spirit and you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Lust in that context is incessant hunger for the fruits of the flesh, which is greed, which is arrogance, which is lying. You have a desire to fulfill being prideful, living in comparison, living in judgment and condemnation of others. That is you living in the flesh. And uh, you as a person that is saved, you are not meant to live in that frequency. Because that frequency is directly opposite to the frequency of God. The Bible says, God so loved the world that he gave his only son. The subject there is love. The world you want to judge, God loves them. Am I communicating? The world you want to judge, that neighbor you want to judge and write off is God's beloved. Is the reason why Christ is sending is sent. 
that one you are writing off is the reason why Christ was sent in the first place. Have you forgotten the parable of the lost sheep? The shepherd kept 99 aside to go after that one. And Christ expressed this during his earthly ministry. Everyone they wrote off, Christ embraced. See the woman that was caught in the act of adultery. Christ said that who needs a physician? It is those who are sick that needs a physician. It is those who are lost that need to be restored or saved. But when you want to write off those that are supposed to be saved, we need to check your gospel. Because Christ came for them in the first place. Condemnation, condemnation, condemnation. Within the message of people behind the pulpit is wrong. I mean, writing people off. This one is useless. This one is useless. You know those who are useless. But you don't know how to transform them from being useless into becoming a better version of themselves. If Apostle Paul were to be in this generation, Apostle Paul would never become an apostle. Because you see the people called the body of Christ today, they would not accept him in their fold. If he can kill, he will see kill again. Anything that has made him to do it before, he will do it again. They don't believe in the power of redemption. See, everything love touches eh, becomes fully restored. But people lack love, but they talk about love. That you can define love does not mean that you know love. If you know love, you would express that love. What people call love today is ownership, possessiveness. In as much as you are doing what I like, that is the only time I can roll with you. I can align with you. You have a clique. In as much as you are benefiting from that person, you are good with that person. If you are not benefiting, the person can go to hell. And those who you can benefit from or that you are claiming sovereignty over, in as much as they are loyal to you, you will love them. You love those in your circle and those who are not in your circle, you cannot love. Love does not segregate. Once you are fully saved, your mentality changes. And to be saved takes process. A lot of people feel after they confess Jesus Christ as a Lord and Savior and uh, you have joined the local church and you have been dipped into the water for baptism, you are fully saved. You are not fully saved though. You are not fully saved. That was what our fathers in this faith believed in which is the reason why they see possess some attitude that you are dipped in the water and you are prayed in gifts does not mean that you are fully saved 
if you don't pay attention to the process of your salvation, if you don't work out your salvation, you may not be saved. God is good. And God is not an author of confusion. How can you call yourself a Christian or a person that is born again? To define being born again and like the idea of being born again is not the same as being born again. Being born again may not take one year, depending on how far you have gone in the other direction. Hallelujah. What does it mean to be born again? Now, a child is born, raised in a particular manner, in a community, to be precise. And there's an ideology they have, which is not consistent with the ideology of God's word. And that child grew up in that manner, an eye for an eye, tooth for tooth. Do me, I do you. Once a child is raised in that manner, and you want to collect that concept from that child, who has grown up to become an adult, the person needs to go through what they call reprogramming. Because he is used to a particular way of doing things. By default, if he is slapped in the right cheek, he will slap the other person back. By default. Because they are raised, generally, with the concept of, do me, I do you. Revenge. Vengeful environment. Whereas, once you have confessed Christ as Lord and Savior, and you have that consciousness, of do me, I do you. You are supposed to go back, go back, and begin to adopt everything Christ told you. Everything. Just like the mother of Christ said, everything he tells you, do it. Bible says if you keep the whole commandment and stumble at just one point, you are guilty of breaking all. If you now begin to adopt every instruction of Jesus and make it a standard for living. You practice it again and again until it becomes part of you. Then you can now say you are born again. That's what it means to be born again. To be born again is not limited in what? Just saying I'm born again. You will hear people saying I'm a born-again Christian. Everybody is a born-again Christian. It's very easy to proclaim. If you claim that you are born again, and you are still holding on to your old ways of doing things, you are not born again. And if you are fully born again, Christ will be alive in you. And once you are alive in him, and you maintain the consciousness of his presence and his principles always, you can be said to be redeemed. And when you are redeemed, the Bible says that there is now no condemnation to him that is in Christ Jesus. You will be far and above every condemnation. 
neither will you also condemn be led by the spirit if you hold on to the fruits of the flesh and you draw inspiration from those fruits of the flesh it is the spirit of the devil that is leading you simply put if you adopt all the fruits of the spirit and those fruits inspire you to act then you can be said to be led by the spirit is that simple when somebody tells you you are stupid what will be your first reaction to live in the fruit of the flesh is to be looking for validation and the validation of people will get to you but once you align with the spirit of god and somebody say you are stupid you look at the person and smile because what he's saying does not even have an effect on you those who are controlled by the fruits of the flesh are indirectly slaves to approval addiction they are more conscious about what people say about them what people think about them and so they do everything to make sure that they maintain how they want to be seen by others they can pay any price to be seen in a particular manner whereas was Christ not humiliated he was naked dehumanized beaten like a criminal nailed to the cross alongside thieves how many of you can lay your life down for another person to live we preach this thing called salvation we hear it on a daily basis but it seems as if it's a mirage if you feel good about what is said you go along with it if you don't feel good about it you drop it even if it is the truth hallelujah be led by the spirit if you are led by the spirit the concept that comes with restoration will be running in your mind day in day out knowing fully well that even though you walk through the valley of the shadow of death you are not meant to be afraid of evil because god is with you you will not be conscious about what the economy is saying because you are in a place already and that place is a place of restoration hallelujah from that place you begin to attract everything that corresponds with that place now to be saved is to have the abundance mentality the people that are praying for money you're not supposed to be praying for money the more you chase after money the further money will go away from you because you are going about it in a wrong manner if you are saved you have been restored to a consciousness whereby everything is available you are in that place of restoration so you should have that consciousness of what abundance to be restored to be saved is all in the mind it's not something you just confess and leave and once you are saved you change your consciousness from lack mentality to abundance mentality and you stay there and when you stay there you attract corresponding effects that comes with abundance and you can be said to be now blessed the consciousness must be consistent 
and once the consciousness is consistent you can say you are in the spirit not you closing your eyes halfway if you close your high eyes halfway when you are worshiping in the church and you want to feel goosebumps goosebumps has nothing to do with spirituality or you begin to get shivers in your system it has nothing to do with consciousness now if you have a poor mentality and it is consistent you can be said to be in the spirit of poverty so poverty is not a curse that is released upon a person only if you change your mentality you can be free bible says forget about the past because i'm doing a new thing and god Almighty will not do anything without carrying you along you are part of the process everybody wants to be rich everybody wants to be comfortable are you ready to change that mentality and be consistent with it nothing is wrong with you no power is strong enough to make you poor you are not poor in as much as you have been saved whatsoever pattern that exists if your mentality changes those things cannot have power over you show me a poor man and i'll show you a man with a poor mentality and show me a rich man and i'll show you a man with an abundance mentality hallelujah a man that is poor will continue to say i want a person that is blessed will always say i have and once a person that is blessed wants to pray he doesn't pray and say lord provide this that is prayer from lack mentality he said father i thank you for this what you have done because he already knows that he has everything in abundance when you begin to acknowledge the absence of what you are praying about that thing will never come hallelujah christ never saw lazarus as though he was dead when he came to the tomb he didn't say lazarus come back to life he said father i thank you for hearing me thanksgiving because i know you always hear me he's in that place whereby he has life in abundance he knows that as he's calling him life will enter into lazarus and lazarus will come forth and lazarus you know jack back to life I don't know what is dead in your life. Begin to call the things that be not as though they are. This is the life of faith. You may spend hours being emotional around the prayer. And at the end of the day, the prayer will go nowhere. Because of the mentality, the about mentality. Prayer bows to knowledge and knowledge bows to God. Hallelujah. The ways of the Lord cannot be the ways of man. Bible says friendship with the world is direct enmity with God. The one who is in the world is the one that is conscious about what he is worried about. Clothes, where to sleep, you know, what to eat. Which Christ told us not to be focused on. To be focused on those things are to be focused on the things of the flesh. Whereas those things are supposed to follow when we begin to focus on what we have been redeemed for if you have been redeemed you have been brought back to that original place where you are supposed to be when god almighty made the first man and woman before the fall 
And if you study the concept around the first man and woman that were created before the fall, everything was made available. As a matter of fact, in the garden, there are streams, four streams. In other words, if you have been restored back, it is possible when you have that mentality to have four streams of income into your life without stress. To be led by the Spirit, you should be conscious of everything about salvation. Salvation is a very, very delicate concept that has not really been expressed the way it should. To be saved is a consciousness. I'm a child of God. I'm not supposed to write of whom God Almighty has described as his beloved. The Bible says, God so loved the world. You don't have a right to hate anybody. In fact, you don't have the right to even hate Satan. Hatred is contagious. God is good. Even God does not hate Satan. Why are you investing so much hate in Satan? So it's just persistent. Satan goes in the presence of God. God is not the enemy of Satan. Satan is not the enemy of God. No this and no peace. That does not ever mean that you should begin to worship Satan. What I'm saying is this. If you begin to live in hatred, hatred is contagious. If you hate Satan, you may begin to hate every of other God's creation. Because hatred is contagious in nature. Just leave Satan where he is. And focus. Understand his nature. Satan is only a challenger. He challenges you to be knowledgeable. That was the reason why he was quoting scriptures side by side with Christ. He says, if you are the son of God, John, for the word of God said, you are son and angel concerning you, that you will not dash your feet against a stone. Christ said, you shall worship the Lord your God and no other. You, as a Christian today, a lot of you have not even read your Bible halfway. And neither are you paying attention to the messages in bits. You know the history of your favorite celebrity. And you don't even know yourself. Out of 100 people that are alive, only 8 used to embark on the journey to self. People don't know themselves. That's why they don't know what works for them. To know yourself is to know your purpose and to pursue it. When you begin to elevate the wrong things in your mind, you begin to exalt human being like you in your mind and not God indirectly. That person will be living his life through you and you find yourself fighting on behalf of that person when the person is not there because you are now a slave of the human spirit allow god to be your plug when it comes to inspiration when you follow god genuinely you would see yourself the way he is seeing you it's not only those that wear rags and do not keep themselves tidy that are really mad those who are yet to discover their purpose and to align with their purpose, 
are also equal to people that are mad. Which justifies the quote that says, many are mad, few are roaming. It is only when you have embarked on the journey to self that you will be able to find satisfaction everywhere and anytime. Come, let us reason together. It's not for those who have not embarked on the journey to self. Because the journey you have embarked on will inspire your prayer point. It is when you are within your purpose that God Almighty will hear you. There are so many criteria that God Almighty looks at to answer prayers. Even if you are in your purpose, is it the time for that thing you are praying for to be released? That's another criteria. The shortest route to a life of frustration is to live outside God's purpose for your life. The Lord is making a way for you. Yes. Be led by the Spirit. Consistency is key. To be born again, you need to go through reprogramming. You have to reprogram yourself because there's a particular pattern that you're used to. There's something already in your bloodline which is something that happens by default. And once you notice that you need to be born again, you need to go through what they call reprogramming. The best template for reprogramming is the journey of salvation. Accepting Christ as Lord and Savior number one. Being conscious of Him and everything that He wants you to be conscious of number two. Number three, going through the process of adopting His pattern into your life, thereby dropping your own aside until He overshadows the current one. That's what it means to be reprogrammed. And when you are fully reprogrammed, it doesn't happen in six months. Sometimes it may take three, four years. It's a process. And when you are going through that process, you may make mistakes along the line. Don't judge yourself for making the mistake. Pack up yourself together again and try again. May Lord bless his word. If you are conversant with the podcast, you can easily locate your Spotify application where you can catch us up by searching Apostle Solomon Paul on Spotify. And we are on Google Podcasts as well with the same name, Apostle Solomon Paul. We're also on Breaker Radio with the same name, Apostle Solomon Paul. And under the name Apostle Solomon Paul, you'll find every of our broadcasts. And you can click on any where you can be inspired by the Spirit-filled message as delivered by us in Jesus' name.